Hi, future ancestors. David here. We're trying something new this week by sharing a preview of the episode that's coming out tomorrow, Thursday. Today, this restorative justice life episodes tend to be an hour plus. So we wanted our guests to share a really quick practical skill that you can start implementing into your restorative justice practice. Joaquin Mobley is a vice president of Community Works and co-owner of Community Ties in the Community Barbershop based out of Colorado Springs. He's helped individuals who have been recently incarcerated or at risk of being incarcerated realize their true potential and manifest their limited potential. Joaquin was once incarcerated himself for the better half of a decade and knows all too well how a helping hand as opposed to a handout can motivate someone to success. So for now, enjoy this insight into how Joaquin uses negotiation as a restorative practice and tune in tomorrow for the full episode hearing his story. You are speaking to a community of restorative justice practitioners or restorative justice advocates or restorative justice curious people. What is one practical skill, technique, um, practice that you want everybody to know? I would say it's the art of negotiating, mm-hmm. right? Um, but not only negotiating to where it's it's a win-lose situation, to where it's a win-win situation, right? Uh, I think that's important. I think us being able to go uh, specifically within the budget advocacy realm, um, speaking to what we need, uh, but also being able to um, speak to how this is going to not only uh, positively affect our community, but how it's going to uplift cities, states, and the nation. What are the things that make a good negotiator or like make for a good negotiation? Like, how do you set those things up? Um, I'm going to sound really cliche. Mm-hmm. It's just having the knowledge, right, from both sides. So it, it's, it's knowing the nuances and being steeped in the culture, the culture that you're negotiating for yeah. and on behalf of. Uh, but it's also being well aware of, um, you know, the, the individuals that you're negotiating to, um, you know, what's at stake for them, what's at risk for them, right? Being cognizant of that, right? And knowing how to speak uh, and foresee those barriers that are going to be imposed during that negotiation phase and knowing how to circumvent them. Yeah. You know, to our deeper conversation, we talked a lot about folks who are parachuting into situations, um, having their own perspective of what needs to happen, uh, but not necessarily the relationships on the ground and the needs um, or wants or the culture of the people involved. Right. And so when you're going into a space with with an agenda, with an objective of budget advocacy for um, it, for one instance, you know, people not shooting each other in another instance, like making sure that you're able to connect with the people's needs, right? Um, and figure out a way that they can help each other, help them see the connection, help them um, maybe not like build a relationship to be the best of friends, but how do we make sure that we walk out of here, like you were saying, as as a win-win, not everybody getting everything that they want necessarily, but moving forward together with the possibility of coexistence um, at minimum and and thriving uh, moving forward. Yeah. In addition to that, um, so if you got two opposing factions, right, um, what we try to go in there and try to explain to them is how um, they can be a benefit to each other as opposed to, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, just being at contention with each other all the time. So I'll, I came up with this idea. I'm like, OK, let's not go into these meetings uh, with 
you know, different factions and say, hey, stop being a part of that faction. Instead, we go in there and say, hey, let me teach you some leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we identify the leaders in that group. Once we identify the leaders, we say, hey, seems like uh, you're pretty good at articulating the needs and wants of, of your faction. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start having a conversation on what it is exactly that you guys need to be successful. And from there, we're able to establish, OK, maybe we need to go the route of creating a business around you guys. Right. And then from there, we say, you know, your business would be a lot better if you had this added to it. Now, we don't want to add more of a burden on your team. So the other faction, the opposing faction, they build that piece. Mm -hmm. And so now it creates a symbiotic relationship between the two to where they can build something together. And when you build something together, what happens is it creates this cohesiveness to where, yeah, we're going to be from different sides. There's a lot of blood loss between the two, but we're going to coexist because in order for us to go up, we're going to have to have cohesiveness. So that's that's just a technique that I use and, and it's been working. Yeah, I mean, it a, a ceasefire is one thing, but that stops the moment someone else gets disrespected in, in some way, shape or form, right? But when the calculation is like, oh no, this is messing with my money, <laughs> right? And messing with the thing that we're trying to build, like, hey, let's actually figure out a way to navigate this incident of disrespect in a way that is not going to jeopardize the thing that we're building, because I see your well-being as as interconnected with mine. That's beautiful. And you're right. And so check it out, though, too. So if you got 10 people within your faction um, and there's one person from each faction that is you know, up in arms with each other, those 10 people are going to step in. I don't have to step in. No one They're saying, hey, our families are living off of this. If you do this, just one person, think about the effect is how it's going to affect the rest of our faction that you're a part of. Once they start realizing that, they like, let's just have a conversation. If you like what you heard, tune in for the full conversation with Joaquin Thursday, where he'll share so much more of his story and experiences living this restorative justice life. Until then, check the show notes for all the ways to get connected with our work through our events, through our training, and Mighty Networks community. And if you want to support, share this with a friend, leave a rating or review, or hit the donate button again in the show notes. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow.